A man dresses up as a bush in order to sneak out of his home during the coronavirus lockdown. And a mother posts nude photos of her late daughter to keep her memory alive. And baby chickens are selling out nationwide as Americans panic by these little feathery creatures. This is Weird AF News, guys, and I'm Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. This is the only daily Weird News podcast hosted by a comedian operating during the isolation and the lockdown. We're still we're still here for you guys, still doing them weird stories, so thank you for being here. I got three of them. Let's go. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A man dressed up as a bush to sneak out of his house during the coronavirus lockdown. Very creative individual. It's amazing what people can do when they have some extra free time. They're stuck all alone in isolation. They miss the outside world. And they have all this free time. And maybe they have arts and crafts at their disposal. Or maybe a little leftover organic matter or foliage. With the UK under strict lockdown... People are only allowed to leave their homes under very strict guidelines. Apparently, one clever, crafty individual wasn't going to let this stop him from going outside. It's a, it's a couple from Stevenage in the UK. Stevenage? Did I say it right? Nicholas Murray and Madeline May Davies. Uh, this couple shared some footage that they say shows one of their neighbors wearing a disguise in order to head out to the store. The video shows the man dressed as a bush, yeah, a big green bush, and apparently sneaking out to the store before heading back home, and he trips and falls along the way. (laughs) The couple posted the footage, captioned it, neighbor's back at it again, sneaking out during lockdown, and uh, neighbor always sneaking out to go get his shopping. The videos were uploaded to TikTok and received almost a, a million views. The UK has been taking strict actions to enforce the lockdown that's been put in place in order to curb the spread of the coronavirus. Um, In other places like Spain, we're seeing people, and I covered this story, a guy dressed up as a Tyrannosaurus Rex in order to sneak out of the house. I think the bush, dressing up as a bush, is a much clever uh, costume than the T-Rex because the T-Rex brings attention to you right away. Whereas the bush, you you might be able to fool some people if you're dressed as a bush, you know? If you just kind of hang on the fringe of things, you know, normally where you would see a bush, maybe no one would know. Uh, certainly if you're going out at night dressed as a bush, it ve- could be very effective, I think. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're dressed as a patch of foliage and you're moving about within a much larger patch of foliage, you know, then I, I think you've got a great chance of getting to the store and back without anybody knowing. Uh I think this guy's got some nosy neighbors, by the way. They were just video, just recording everything that's going on outside and telling on people. This is kind of, I mean, let the neighbor do what he wants. He wants to dress up as a bush and go to the store. Let him go. Shit. If he's doing all of this to get to the store, it's got to be for a good reason. Like maybe he needs tampons. I don't know. He ran out of olive oil. All right. And he's got, he's got a ton of asparagus that he needs to cook up. All right. He wants to fry it up. No olive oil. I mean, what do you do in that instance? Okay. I mean going to use vegetable oil? What do you think he is, a plebeian? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know how this uh, this bush costume came about, but it, it looks pretty organic, pretty good, I got to say. You can't order a bush costume off online, I don't think. I mean, I've been to the Halloween store, right? You don't walk down the aisles and see a, bu- a bush costume, okay? I don't think they exist. This guy did some 
you know, homemade arts and crafts to get it together. I got to commend him on it. <laughs> I mean, I don't commend people leaving when they're not supposed to, but man, if he's going to these lengths, it's got to be for something good. The store, eh, maybe not. If he was going to, you know, if he was going to get, uh, to, to go, you know, meet his lover, yeah, I think it's very commendable activity, the, the lengths that he would do to go meet him or her. I'm just saying, I don't know how strict this uh, stay-at-home thing is in the UK. In the US, we're told to stay at home, but people are kind of still going out. And, you know, no one's got to dress up like a T-Rex or a bush or uh, a peacock to just, you know, or, a you know, whatever, a, a discarded sofa to then meander down the street to go to the store. That's not really happening in the US. We don't have that kind of strict lockdown. I don't know what I would do if I wasn't allowed to leave at all. I might resort to, I don't know, dressing up like a microwave and just, go, <laughs> just going out while I'm out of my mind. Uh, anybody in the UK want to call the show and let me know how bad it is over there? Um, use this phone Use this phone number to kind of just vent and rant. It's 646-450-2012. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take your lockdown rant, UK, or wherever you are. <laughs> a mother posts some photos of her late daughter in order to keep her memory alive. The problem is the photos were nudes. Uh, A sex worker mother drew negative criticism from social media by memorializing her late daughter by posting her nude images on Twitter. And this act prompted many Twitter accounts to uh, tweet about this eulogy, and it was very controversial. The original tweet showed the mother... Lisa Martini with her late daughter Ava, who were, and, and they were both pictured topless, and it's it's been deleted since then. I saw the photo. Uh, commenters on Twitter were quick to condemn the tweets, saying, uh, "Doesn't anyone here find this effed up? Uh, you are entrusted with their well-being, and all you can think of is how to profit off their bodies. Your children deserve better than you," remarked another individual. Uh, Although the tweets containing the the image of her daughter and her were deleted, the photos reportedly remained on OnlyFans, which I didn't know what OnlyFans was, but it's like a a UK social media site. I think that you can make money off it as well. I think it's like a subscription service. I don't know a lot about it. I just read a little blurb about it. I could be wrong about that. Uh, uh, On the OnlyFans account, this mother... Uh, posted, uh, to keep my daughter's memory alive, I'm working on uploading the entire collection of her photos. I'm guessing a lot of those are nudes. I mean, these are sex workers we're talking about here. Um, She writes, there will be modeling pictures of her solo, topless selfie pics with her and I, topless selfies with her and my other daughter, who is now retired. Retired? Retired sex? It's a whole family of sex workers? This woman's just posting naked photos of her daughter everywhere as a way to memorialize her. I don't know how I feel about this. It seems... I mean, the there's a lot of people, uh, you know, feminists on social media going after this woman. I mean, she's allowed to do what she wants to do, right? It was her daughter, all right? This is, uh, so... But is it... I mean, is it tasteless? Kind of, it seems to me, yeah. I mean, you don't have any photos of her without a top on. I mean, you want to memorialize your daughter. I get it. Okay. Then get some photos with her wearing clothes. I'm sure you have a lot of those, right? I'm sure you do. 
Now, I know there's a group out there, there's people out there that are part of these communities and nudity is a thing for them. These naturalists, naturists, nudists, whatever you want to say. I don't know if these sex workers are that as well. If that's part of their lifestyle, okay, then I'm not going to tell you <clears throat> how to express your lifestyle. Okay, if your daughter was that way as well, maybe, you know, you guys were very proud uh, nudists and this is what you do and, and it in your personal life, and then it folds over into your social media life. Um, I don't think platforms like Twitter, though, which is a public site, right? It's I don't think that's the place for these kinds of photos. I really don't. If you have a, a private place where your own little circle of nudists, friends or whatever, your family, even your family, if they're open to what your lifestyle is and was, obviously your sex workers and your family knows about it, so they, they probably... I don't know if they're cool with it, but they're used to it at least. You know, on a private thing, you want to post pictures like that. I think that's okay. I don't think it's, you know, but pushing it out on major social media sites that aren't private. Yeah, I think that's a little tasteless for sure. And I don't even know if you're allowed to do that on Twitter, are you? Can you post titty pics on there? I don't think it's okay. After the backlash, this mother, uh, she issued a statement. She said, for all you a-holes that had a problem with me posting pictures of my late daughter, I just want you to know I think you are, you are, you guys are the a-holes. My daughter is very beautiful and loved what she did. As a professional model, she did lots of modeling before I ever came along doing what I do. She was very proud you came along doing what you do and then dragged your daughter into that life, lifestyle. Hey, honey, I know you're modeling and you look really good, but perhaps you want to be a real sex worker and make the big bucks. Yeah, I'm sure you brought a lot to her life. Uh... She says, she was very proud of her body and it was her idea for us to model together. She wanted to pose with me to boost her own numbers. The only reason why she did that was to make extra money for her children. Children in which I care for for now. These babies are one in three. She and I love these children very much and we do what we do to support these babies. This was our thing and we took pride in it. What we did is not some sick thing, some grooming thing or whatever word you all came up with. My daughter was 27 years old. She was well old enough to make a decision on what she did or did not want to do. She was not forced into doing anything. The reasons why pictures were posted after her death, one, was because I had a lot of requests for her. Two, a lot of people moralized her and know how beautiful she was and wanted to remember her. That's why her photos were reposted. So why not celebrate someone so beautiful? And as usual, you sick bastards, take it the wrong way. All right, I need more information because I don't... (laughs) If someone's requesting your nude photos on Twitter, you don't put them on Twitter. Okay, I don't know. If there's another website that's private that people are asking for the photos, then yeah, post those pictures. If that website is a website in which you're making money and profiting off your daughter's nude photos, that's wrong, I think, right? Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm old school or some shit. I don't know. But yeah, I think there's a lot there's a lot of instances here. I don't have all the information, but it sounds like this is terrible. <laughs> It just, this sounds, you know, there's a category for this sort of behavior. It's called Florida. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways, this is a controversial thing I wanted to do that was non-virus related. Now, call the show and tell me what you think about this. 646-450-2012. Is it okay to be posting nude photos of your your daughter, even though she may have not objected to that while she was alive? Um, I don't know. You call the show. Let me know what you think about this. Baby chickens have sold out nationwide ahead of Easter as Americans panic by the feathery friends for comfort. Yes, sales of baby chickens have soared in what appears to be another example of panic buying amid the COVID-19 pandemic. 
While the weeks leading up to Easter are usually a very busy time for chicken hatcheries, it appears that the birds are becoming increasingly difficult to purchase. Here's a quote from uh, the vice president of Murray McMurray Hatchery in Iowa. Uh, People are panic buying chickens like they did toilet paper, it seems. Uh, He then said that his company was sold out of the chicks for the next four weeks, in fact, leading up to Easter. According to the report, many feed stores are reporting that they are selling out of baby chicks almost as fast as they could restock. Long lines have been outside tractor supply company stores on mornings when the chicks are delivered. Is that where you get chicks? Tractor supply stores? I had no idea. I don't know anything about buying chicks, baby chicks. I don't even know you could I don't even know you could go get a a box of baby chicks. I had no clue. Wow, I wish I knew that. I could my isolation would have been so much more exciting with like a box of chicks, little baby chickens running around. <laughs> I don't even know. (laughs) That would be so fun. It would really piss off my roommates, but whatever. Stephanie Spann is a manager at Hackett Farm Supply in New York. She noticed a significant surge in demand for the chicks recently, with the store selling double the number of chicks than it did in March the previous year. Here's a quote, quote from her. People are willing to take breeds that aren't their first choice just to get a flock started, you know? A flock? Is that what you do? You get a flock started? I don't know anything about chick collecting. One customer who has recently purchased baby chickens is Amy. She's 48 years old. A musician from Austin, Texas. Oh, still holding on to the dream at 48, Amy. Way to go. Way to go. With several upcoming shows canceled. Oh, boy. She's got some shows canceled, the poor girl. She says she now has a lot of time on her hands and decided to try raising some chickens. (laughs) Oh, boy. This isn't good for these chickens. What happens when you get back on the road, Amy, when your music career blows up and now you're on the road all the time and you don't get to spend time with your little chicks that you raised? They're going to miss their mommy, don't you think? Here's a quote from her. I thought I'd get some chicks before everyone panics at once and buys them. It's just just very hopeful watching them grow, you know? (laughs) Another person is a self-confessed animal lover, Dominique from Washington. She bought four chicks on March 23rd with a breeder close to her home after the hair salon she works at closed. (laughs) Hey, you're fired. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just going to go buy some chickens, so screw you, Larry. I don't need your hair salon. I'm going to raise chicks. My life's going to be good. What are you going to do during isolation, you jerk? Here's a quote from her. You can't control the world around you, but you can control the love that you give to your animals. I go in there every 15 minutes to make sure the temperature is okay or to hold those little chicks. I love those baby chicks. Ah, She loves her baby chicks. According to the report, sales of baby chicks tend to rise during certain periods of uncertainty. Really? (laughs) What's that all about? Ooh, like leading up to the Super Bowl? (laughs) We don't know who's going to win. Let's go buy some chicks. Ooh, certain periods of uncertainty such as stock market downturns and years in which presidential presidential elections are being held. They don't say why. It just says that the sales of baby chicks tend to rise during certain periods of uncertainty. So I don't know what's going on. I guess people need emotional support, all right? People are very uncomfortable without closure. They just they need something and it's it's it throws their world into a tizzy. And what better way to take you out of a tizzy than a box of little chicks running around, you know? shedding their feathers all over your bedroom, crapping on the floor, you know, tweeting tweeting away all, all night, keeping you up. <laughs> Little baby chicks. I don't even know. How do you, what do you feed them? What do you do with these things? I got, I got no experience with baby chicks. I'm very curious. Are they expensive? How much do they cost? Does anybody know anything about this? 
Do you raise them to eat? Do you raise them to drop eggs? Do you raise them as pets? Are these solely for emotional support? What is going on? Can you take them on a Delta flight? I got a lot of questions with these baby chicks. Can they give you the virus, these baby chicks? Man, we need to get to the bottom of this. Anybody anybody can help me? Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jonesy. Thanks for listening to another episode of Weird AF News. Please rate the podcast. Give me a a review on one of these platforms, you know, because you got time on your hands. Why not? It takes like two, three minutes. Just write a little something. Write a little blurb about how much uh, joy I bring to you while you're all alone in your studio apartment in Austin, Texas, wondering if you'll ever be able to get out and go to the store to uh, get yourself some turkey jerky. I don't know why I said all that. It seems weird, but um, just kind of popped into my imagination there. I figure you're you're feeling down, some of you, and uh, it'll improve your mood if you give a positive review to Weird AF News. It'll make you feel like you're doing good in the world by helping me raise the profile of my podcast and getting it out to the masses. You know, every little thing helps. I want people to know about Weird AF News. You should want people to know about Weird AF News. Give them a little option, uh, a nice opposition to the mainstream news, which can be very, very debilitating uh, for your morality and your overall uh, blood pressure. Am, am I right? I think I'm right. Um, and, and by the way, mainstream news just drives you to drink, guys. It just drives you to drink, okay? It's a bleak world right now. So get yourself some weird AF news. Tell your neighbor about it. Spread the word like that. It really helps out the show if you do that. So thank you so much. I want to give some love to people who have called the show. I published some, some calls like Lisa from Utah and Dallas from Minnesota and Michael from Iowa City and Angry Florida Man who decided to call me up and do a French accent because this guy's got skills. He's out of his mind, but uh, he's got some skills. Uh, also on Instagram, Sarah wrote me. Uh, she says she listens to Weird AF News on Spotify and, and freaking loves it. The news is a depressing thing, Jonesy. You make it funny and relatable. Well done, Muffin. Keep up the great work. Oh, she called me Muffin. I love that. Then she wrote, I love your show so much. By the way, you sang in a Red Hot Chili Pepper cover band? That's awesome. Hard to Concentrate is my favorite song of theirs. Well done. Keep spreading the news. I love it. This is Sarah in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, have a kick-ass day. You have a kick-ass day, Sarah. I actually like that Hard to Concentrate song by the Chili Peppers, and it's not a known song. So that leads me to believe, Sarah, that you, you're a, you're a, a big-time Chili Peppers fan. You know the deep cuts, as they say. Uh, also, some love to Orville Banks Jr., who wrote me on Instagram. said, Jonesy, love the show. I have it set to play every morning as the first thing after my morning commute. Um, well, not as of now, anyways. <laughs> Happy 420 month. Stay safe and keep blazing. Uh, he, he writes, Florida Fridays, by the way, are freaking hilarious. The people and the iguanas, now that's classic shit. Um, I found some of the stories that you talk about and share them to my Facebook page. Stay safe, my man. You stay safe, by the way, Orville Banks, also known as Oh Daddy. Um, oh Daddy, uh, what was it? I, I got to find his account. <laughs> I want to I share his account because it's funny on here. Hold on a second. Oh, Oh Daddy Blackie Chan. <laughs> hilarious oh daddy blackie chant so shout out to y'all uh thanks for reaching out to the to the show i really appreciate it uh you can call anytime i've left the number in this uh episode plenty of times so no need my email funnyjones at gmail.com you can also send me a one-time paypal donation if you'd like to uh keep me uh filled with sanitizer toilet paper and ramen uh, which i'm running low on by the way wow my sodium count in this isolation is just off the charts right now i mean I don't know. It's prepackaged foods at this point, right? The restaurants are closed and shit. By the way, I can't afford to get all this takeout either. Who's doing that? Unbelievable. What are you, wealthy? Jeez. 
what else? What else? Oh, yeah. Uh, on Instagram, at Funny Jones. On Twitter, at Funny Jones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. You can drop me some messages there as well. Let me know you're okay. Uh, lastly, please check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Yesterday, I uploaded a second video of me narrating a wild man doing some crazy shit in the wilderness, in the woods, solo. I, the, I found these videos of these wild men. They live out in the woods all alone, and they bake cakes, and they make leather belts, um, and they build teepees. These people are out of their minds. They're completely prepared, though, for the end of the world, which is why I've been watching these videos, because I'm, I'm worried that it, it might come to that. I may find myself out in the woods trying to build a little lean-to and uh, figuring out how to work a flint and steel in order to uh, start a fire without matches or lighters or anything of the such. I, I fancy myself uh, somebody who can follow YouTube videos. I've done a lot of things following YouTube videos. I actually changed my, my Honda's... Uh, front headlights watching YouTube videos. So how about that? Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, yeah, and I tried to grow weed watching YouTube videos. Didn't work out. So not everything works out, but you know, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty capable. I don't know why I told you all that. It's way too much information. But I was just telling you what I put on the Patreon. It's some weird shit and it's funny. I got a bonus episode that I just put up and I'm about to upload a second one with another comedian friend of mine. So check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Support the show. I'll even send you a free gift from Japan and it's a weird one. You're going to love it. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you tomorrow for what is it? Oh, yeah. Hold hold for the – all right. Pause. What is it? I'm going to leave you hanging. Oh, it's Friday. Florida Fridays. That's what it's all about. You love it. We'll have it tomorrow. Bonjour, John Z. It is I, the angry Frenchman. <laughs> Sometimes I may be referred to as the angry Florida man, but for this incident – Yes, I said incident. I will be the angry Frenchman. And I will let you know that all of the people of Dijonais are very upset with you. We have our pinkies extended, our croissants are smashed on the table, and we would like to say... I don't know what we'd like to say. We'd like to say that we are not that big of assholes. The people of Grey Poupon, they are the bigger assholes. Hey, Jonesy. Um, this is Lisa from Utah. Not I'll ever get to see you live because I don't think you'll ever come to Utah. Um, but I found you setting up my Google um, morning routine. So you are the first one I listen to in the morning. Then I go on to the sad day-to-day news. Then I listen to Fox News and CNN News and such on. So anyway, I think you do really good. Also, um, for a comedian, I'm impressed that, that, that it's clean. And, and um, once in a while you get a little bit... Uh, Raunchy, but you handle it well. It's not at all anything offensive, um, but it's the stories that are kind of raunchy, so not you. So I misspoke that. But anyway, um, you do really good. Um, the only thing is the pronunciation is perineum. So I thought you did good, though, for being a male and not probably knowing exactly what a perineum was. So thanks, and stay safe during this. Uh, outbreak. I'm mostly staying home and making my own hand sanitizer. Pretty easy. Yeah, I use aloe vera gel, which you can buy um, in big quantities or small quantities. I do aloe vera gel. I do the 70% alcohol, shake it up real good, and then I add some vitamin E. I do liquid vitamin E, and I also do a little bit of um, vitamin E gel. And then I add 
some drops of essential oil frankincense and lavender, and it's really, really nice. It smells nice, and your hands are not dry afterwards. So, alrighty, take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Jonesy. I heard your stories uh, from the podcast. I, the one was about the man who got picked up by the cops because he was having his dog in the driver's seat, and he was allegedly trying to teach his dog how to drive the car. And then the next story about the man who had driven quite a distance out of town to go pick up some windows, and there weren't enough room, wasn't enough room in the car to have the windows and his wife uh, in the car, so he had to have his wife go home in the trunk of the car. And it reminded me of the uh, classic joke. You uh, go home and you grab your wife and your dog and pull a bag over each of their heads and grab them and run out to the car and throw them both in the trunk of your car and pull a bag off their head and slam down the trunk uh, and then drive around town for about 15 minutes going over bumpy railroad tracks and holes, uh, potholes in the road and driving over bumpy roads out in the country. And then uh, after about 15 or 20 minutes of driving around on terribly rough roads and everything, you open up the trunk of the car and uh, which one of them is going to be happy to see you? <laughs> of course, your dog's always going to be happy to see you, but your your wife is going to be having a fit. So it's a story about unconditional love. Which one of them is going to be happy to see you after opening up the lid of the trunk? So I thought uh, between those two stories of having the dog in the front seat, teaching him to drive, and the the wife being in the trunk of the car, of course, the uh, in in the story you told, the wife uh, agreed to get into the trunk. But your stories just reminded me of that classic old joke. So anyway, uh, appreciate you doing the podcast, keeping it going, and uh, bringing laughter into our lives during this difficult time. Thanks a lot. Take care. Hey, Jonesy Dallas from Minnesota. So I wanted to comment on uh, the astronaut P story. I don't really have a comment about that, but I just have a, uh, uh, you know, an interesting thing to think about. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Lex. Uh, Lex uh, is like a Canadian German uh, uh, TV show. Um, it's all in English, so it's not German at all. But they're collaborated between the two countries, and uh, um, really hilarious show. I, I, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Now, in ep- uh, uh, season three. They, they go to some planet, uh, and they blow up that planet at the end of that season. Season four, they go to a planet on the exact opposite side of the sun, which happened to be Earth. And I always wonder if maybe Lex was on to something, and there's maybe another planet that we have no idea about just because it's always on the opposite side of the Earth, and it's close, en- uh, close enough uh, to the sun, just as we are, where the sun would block it out. We just wouldn't see it. Um, you know, just something to perplex your mind on. Um, but, uh, um, you know, I kind of agree with you. I don't understand having a moon base. I don't see how that's practical. I would see it more practical to have, uh, you know, space stations and stuff like that to do observations of space. Mars sounds interesting, but 
I don't see how it's practical. We don't have the spaceship technology that's really going to get us there quickly, um, which is something we would need. We would need to set up a space base there. But without being able to get there quickly, the return path is almost impossible. And it also is incredibly impossible until life could be there for a while to, uh, um, you know, be able to sustain life. Because uh, it would take entirely too long to send shipments there of uh, food and rations. You know, so I, I've always wondered about that. Of course, uh, you know, most of the people who have said to be on the first journey are basically killing themselves. Um, so I think that's a little morbid. <laughs> um, you know, we live in a weird world, that's for sure.